Hey there, I'm Becky and welcome to the Literary Escapes podcast. Today on the podcast, we are going to take some literary escapes. I've got several books for you, so buckle up and don't worry about packing your bags. I've got you covered. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Literary Escape podcast. Today we are going on an adventure to Venice, Italy. I am so excited. I don't know about you, but Venice, Italy is probably on most people's bucket list. It is such a romantic city and such an old city. There's so much to work with there between the architecture, music, the traditions. And so I have, I think, eight books for us today that are going to take us on an adventure, a literary escape to Venice, Italy. Here we go. Book number one, A Thousand Days in Venice by Marlena de Blasi. This one is a memoir and um, it's a love story. And I thought that was kind of a nice way to start out our books. And so give you a little bit of a blurb here. Fernando first sees Marlena cross the Piazza San Marco and falls in love from afar. When he sees her again in Venice, a Venice cafe a year later, he knows it's fate. He knows little English. She, a divorced American chef tra traveling through Italy, speaks only food-based Italian. Marlena thought she was done with romantic love, incapable of intimacy. Yet, within months of their first meeting, she quits her job, sells her house in St. Louis, kisses her two grown-up sons goodbye, and moves to Venice to marry the stranger. This deliciously satisfying memoir is filled with the foods and flavors of Italy, peppered with culinary observations and recipes. So if you're a foodie, this is a good one for you. It will get you started on the right foot on your literary escape to Venice. So my second book for you is a historical mystery suspense book, and it happens to be the book I'm reading right now. And so um, I'm finding it really intriguing and very engaging. This one is called The Glass Blower of Murano. It's by author Mariana Fiorato. So this one is obviously set in Venice, but it's back in 1681. Venice is a republic and glass blowing is kind of the lifeblood of the Venice Republic. And there is the Council of Ten, and they guard the glass blowers of Murano, which are basically imprisoned on the island of Murano. And one guy, the story's about him. The greatest artist, Corradino Manon, sells his methods and his soul to the Sun King, Louis XIV of France, to protect his secret daughter. And then it, there's a dual timeline. And so in the present, his descendant, Leonora Manon, leaves her unhappy life in London to begin a new life as a glassblower in Venice. This is a very male-dominated industry, and even in the 20th, 21st century, she still finds it hard. And the fact that she's a man in, there's a lot of secrets that weren't passed down in the family. There's some uh, secret stuff going on, and I haven't actually gotten into it all, so I can't even tell you anything. But I can tell you this is a really great book. So if you want a good mystery, historical mystery, The Glass Blower of Murano is a very good one for you to pick up. So book number three is called The Aspern Papers. It is by Henry James and it's a classic. And this one is a short novel. 
in it, the narrator goes to Venice to find Juliana Bordereau, an old lover of Jeffrey Aspern, a famous and now dead American poet. The narrator pre presents himself to the old woman as a prospective lodger and is prepared to court her niece, Miss Tina, a plain, somewhat naive spinster, in hopes of getting a look at some of Aspern's letters and other papers kept by Juliana. The story gets a bit twisted up and Miss Tina has conditions if she's going to help him find the papers. She wants him to marry her, but the narrator isn't sure he wants to do that, even though he really wants the papers. So if you like a good classic, The Aspern Papers by Henry James might just be the book for you. Next up for book number four, I have a horror suspense book for you. This is Don't Look Now by Daphne du Maurier. This one is a collection of, of creepy stories um, from Daphne du Maurier. Uh, one of the stories is set in Venice. A married couple on holiday in Venice are caught up in a sinister series of events. Doesn't go into a whole lot of um, detail on it, but there are several stories in this book that are all a little creepy and they take you kind of all over the place. So if you like a good horror or suspense type books, Daphne de Maurier with Don't Look Now. Book number five is a romantic comedy for you. It's by author Nikki Pellegrino, who has several books set in Italy and several books set in Venice. This one is A Year at Hotel Gondola. So our heroine is Kat. Kat is an adventurer and a food writer who travels the world visiting far-flung places and eating unusual things. Now she is about to embark on her biggest adventure yet, a relationship. She has fallen in love with an Italian man is, and is moving to live with him in Venice, where she will help him run his small guest house, Hotel Gondola. Kat has lined up a book deal and will write about the first year of her new adventure, the food she eats, the recipes she collects, the people she meets, the man she doesn't really know it all that well, but is going to make a life with. But as Kat ought to know by now, the thing about adventures is that they never go the way you expect them to. So if you want a good romantic comedy, pick up this one from Nikki Pellegrino. You'll enjoy it. So book number six is a mystery crime book. I thought it was time for a good crime book. There's a lot of good crime mystery type novels come out of Venice, or at least are set in Venice. This one is by author Donna Leone. This one is called Death at La Fenice. So let me give you the little blurb on this one. During intermission at the famed La Fenice Opera House in Venice, Italy, a notoriously difficult and widely disliked German conductor is poisoned and suspects abound. Guido Brunetti, a native Venetian, sets out to unravel the mystery behind the high-profile murder. To do so, he calls on his knowledge of Venice, its culture, and its dirty politics. Along the way, he finds the crime may have roots going back decades and that revenge, corruption, and even Italian cuisine may play a role. So on a good mystery, Donna Leone has got several for you, but this one is set in La Fenice Opera House. It's called Death at La Fenice. Hard to go through a list of books set in Venice without probably bringing up William Shakespeare. I have his The Merchant of Venice on the list. It is a play, a comedy drama play. And so here's the blurb on this one. The path to marriage is hazardous. To win Portia, 
Bassiano must pass a test prescribed by her father's will, choosing correctly among three caskets or chests. If he fails, he may never marry at all. Bassiano and Portia also face a magnificent villain, the moneylender Shylock. So if you'd like a good Shakespeare play, make sure you pick up The Merchant of Venice by William Shakespeare. So my next one for you is women's fiction, and it's called A Stopover in Venice by Catherine Walker. This one sounds like an interesting one. Nell Everett, a young American woman, is touring Italy with her famous musician husband, when in a moment of fury, she pulls down her luggage and gets off the train. As her life speeds away down the tracks, Nell is marooned and on her own for the first time in eight years. Bewildered, Nell returns to Venice, where she encounters a tiny dog who leads her to an enigmatic stranger, a contessa, and a decaying Gothic palazzo. She is soon drawn into a world of charismatic characters, centuries of Venetian history, and the mystery of a lost masterpiece. What begins as a tale of loneliness and heartbreak opens into a dazzling, enchanting story of secrets and self-discovery in a beautiful city. If you want a story about self-discovery, women taking a chance on themselves, this one is called A Stopover in Venice by Catherine Walker. And then our last one is probably one of my favorite books. It's called The Villa by Nora Roberts. It is a romantic suspense. And while the whole book doesn't take place in Venice, for sure, pieces of it do. So part of the book takes place in Napa Valley. California, and the other part takes place in the wine country in Italy and Venice. And this one is, let's see, PR executive Sophia Giambelli loves her job and has never worried about competition. For three generations, her family's wines have been world-renowned for their quality, but things are about to change at Villa Giambelli. Teresa, the matriarch, has announced a merger with the Macmillan family's winery. And Sophia will be assuming a new role. As a savvy businesswoman, Sophia knows she must be prepared for anything, but she isn't prepared for Tyler McMillan. They've been ordered to work together very closely to facilitate the merger. Sophia must teach Ty the finer points of marketing, and Ty, in turn, must show her how to get down and dirty to use the sun, rain, and earth to coax the sweetest grapes from the vineyard. As they toil together, both in and out of the fields, Sophia is torn between a powerful attraction and a professional rivalry. At the end of the season, the course of the company's future and the legacy of the villa may take an entirely new direction. And when acts of sabotage threaten both family business and the family itself, Sophia's quest will be not only for dominance, but also for survival. This is a fun book that I've read several times. I always go back to it. And I love the part that is set in Venice. It paints a beautiful picture. Nora Roberts knows how to paint a beautiful picture in different settings. And so um, I wanted to end on that book because it's my favorite, but I have several more for you that is um, in a blog post. So I've got 24 different books. So if you didn't hear one that you liked in this episode, feel free to check out the blog post that I'll put in the show notes. Hopefully you'll have a lovely literary escape to Venice, Italy. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoy books that take you on a literary escape, come join us over in my Facebook group, The Literary Escape Book Club. We'd love to have you. Come read with us. Information is in the show notes. 
Thanks for joining me today.